0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, yeah, better than this. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this shit. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this water cooler wednesday edition of the show kyle and i have done about 550 podcasts together in our life and i have never in my life heard kyle count us down quite like he just did about 25 seconds
1: kyle welcome you're obviously I'm just trying to get the energy level up on the pod, you know? we got to bring the A game. It's hump day. Uh, Sitting here looking at my my ring device, which is apparently a very dad thing to have and to to look at. I saw that on social media this past week. But uh, I just texted you, Joe. Did you get my text? Uh,
0: Yeah, it says, okay, I I see it now. It says live view of the house. Yeah. And, uh,
1: oh, yeah, look at that.
0: I got the horses
1: in the back, Joe. Brother, that's not a Dodge Dart. No, yeah. We we hit an upgrade yesterday. Yeah. Got myself a twenty sixteen Ford Mustang, my second career Mustang. And uh, Joe. Sir. That lead that leads me into Water Cooler Wednesday. It's just we're just about BSing, right? right? We'll talk some football, we'll talk some not football. It brings me into my first talking point. And my question for you is do you have any idea what the stereotype is of a quote unquote Kyle? Yeah, you fit it. You are you. You fit it in a lot of ways. Help me out here, because I'm not not familiar, <laughs> and I didn't know when a Kyle became a certain kind of person. It's you, so that's that's it. It's it's. Well, oh, yes, like, I'm, I am Kyle. No. Yes,
0: uh, you're a mon, uh, mo, monster energy drink enthusiast. Uh, people that have random outbursts, which anyone that's been around you knows that that's very well possible. I guarantee you have punched a hole through a drywall. I wall. actually
1: have never punched a wall. You're before. kidding. I swear on my life, on our friendship and podcast. I have never punched a hole. That is super. I have have never punched a door. I've never, I might've like thrown a, uh, like the paper towel roll, that little thing of cardboard, it's in the middle. I might've like thrown that across the room, but I've never punched a wall or a door. That's very off brand. I know, and so this, I was sitting here, and, and somebody's poking fun at me because they say between the cigars and the whiskey and the monster and the haircut and now the Mustang Kyle, yeah. that you're like you're you're the the meme walking meme of a Kyle, and yeah. I didn't know that that was like an actual thing.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, and the, the the Mustang is 100 percent on brand uh, with being a For Kyle, stereotypical Kyle. Yep. So, I mean, dude, you're you're the guy that I've seen I've seen careful. No, I, I'm not going to be careful. <laughs> we're sitting in freaking Saint Petersburg in Trevor Sycamore's house, yeah. and and talking about I, grinding tape at what like 11:15 at night. Yeah, we've been, I think we've been it was out 11:30. to practice. We've been out to practice all day. Everyone's ready for bed. The notion that we're going to grind some tape happens. I never seen a man stand up so quick in my life as you did in that moment, filling up the C4 into the water bottle taking pre-workout at 11 30 p.m. to grind some tape when we got to be up at like six in the morning the next day joe that's why i'm the grind father that's why you're also named kyle
1: but i think that's correlation not causation Go ahead. Let's talk, Ky-
0: let's, talk, let's talk some football. I'm looking at Kyle memes right now. And I'm just like, yeah, I know that dude. It's so if I Google Kyle memes, it will give me. Oh yeah. I'm looking at it's a, uh, it's actually in like an entire thing. And this is 100% you. I cannot believe you've never punched a hole in drywall.
1: You, you've no, done other no, aggressive. No one kids named Kyle. Oh, uh, with the, <laughs> this is a kid with the, his shelf is filled with all monsters. He's got a monster poster in the back. Yeah. And uh, the picture next to it is uh Drywall with a hole punched in. All right, Kyle, let's. I got a football topic.
0: Okay. All right. So, Eric Flowers, offensive lineman, he plays for the Washington Redskins. Very storied. Yeah. And he's one of the most notably bad offensive linemen in the NFL, right? In recent times, that just continues to find playing time. Well, the Redskins are going to play him at guard. They're likely to start him at left guard this year. Are the problems with Eric Flowers? eliminated by kicking him
1: inside no because being kicked inside doesn't fix bad footwork or poor hand technique and everything happens quicker on the interior correct The, the, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line so you've almost accentuated the issue if a guy carries his hands low or can't frame a block or can't establish a first punch because the guy that's going to be running directly past him and turning Eric Flowers into a turnstile is closer to the football. it will be interesting. Where did, did were
0: you a Flowers guy coming out?
1: Uh, I had him in the high 40s. Okay. Which so is I certainly didn't to have to him in the top it. 10 overall. Right. Right.
0: Well. Uh, if there's anything that's going to save Eric flowers career, it's going to be, uh, Bill Callahan.
1: Yeah. It's not going to be the fact that he kicked inside the guard. Right. It's going to be coaching.
0: Right. And, and tremendous offensive line coach. Uh, and and so, uh, did I say Bill Bob Callahan? I meant to say Bob Callahan. Um, Bill Callahan that was Raiders coach back in the day. I don't know where I got Bill from Bill and Bob are similar names. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be the best thing for his career. And playing next to Trent Williams, that that's not going to hurt either. So we'll see how it goes. I, I don't think it fixes everything. But to me, the biggest thing for Eric Flowers moving forward is the chance to work with
1: Callahan. Is it Bill or Bob?
0: Brother, I can't remember. I, I can't It's it Bill.
1: Out. It's Bill. Is it
0: Bill? I had it right the first it's time. And Bill. I
1: thought, yeah, that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, wait. And he was the Raiders head coach in 2002 and 2003. Yeah, sorry, it is Bill, assistant head coach and offensive line coach Bill Callahan, been with the Redskins since 2015. Should have stuck with my gut on that originally. Yeah, go with your gut, brother. Yeah. Um, it's a sports thing, but it's not a um, it's not a football thing per se. All right. Did you see uh, Sports Talk Barry got Skip Bayless? No. So, so uh, Sports Talk Barry. Uh, made up a fake report. Sources tell ESPN that Chris, Ball, Chris Paul repeatedly made fun of James Harden for having, quote, man boobs during practices over the last two seasons. Uh, several times, Harden broke down into tears and had to leave the practice. So this is obviously not true. Right? I was going
0: to say, this seems very <laughs> no, weird. No okay.
1: surprise to see Harden wanting Chris Paul out in Houston. And this thing blew up. It got like 4,000 retweets, like 20,000 likes. Well, apparently, Skip Bayless went on undisputed on no Fox Sports 1 no, and reference this made up.
0: No, he didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he talk about Brett Favre coming out of retirement too? Uh, he, I skip put out a tweet today saying that uh something along the lines of why I think Brett's serious about a comeback.
0: Oh, no. Up next
1: on on Undisputed.
0: Kyle, we're doing we're doing what he wants though. We're talking well, about this crap.
1: I know. And and I'm not sharing anything on social because I don't want to give the impressions and whatnot, but this is so it's a heavyweight fight, right? Between him and Stephen A. Yeah. it's very funny and amusing to see like the back and forth of, I think skip, like I'll give Stephen a credit. Stephen A's everywhere. Right.
0: And he gets I think $10 skip million it.
1: a year. Right. I mean, he's on the the morning shows. He's on get, get up. He's on first take. He's on the NBA shows. Like, There's probably days where he does what six to eight hours of program- programming, it feels like. He's everywhere. So I can understand a guy that's spread that thin, kind of maybe not having the full time to prepare adequately for some of the talking points that he's going to be given. Okay. But Skip, what's Skip's excuse? <laughs> I don't think he's got one. Making a lot so of money. the fact that the fact that he just got pinged by Sports Talk Barry on a fake report about Chris Paul, James Harden, and man boobs is one of the highlights of the day thus far. <laughs> Some of these guys make it real easy, Kyle.
0: Yes. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think is the most polarizing team in the NFL when it comes to projecting how good they're going to be in 2019?
1: From big media or fans?
0: Mm, Either's fine. Just when you think about, in general, a team that everybody seems to have a hard time figuring out how good they're going to be in 2019.
1: I think the Browns still fall into that category, to be honest with
0: you. That's a great answer. And because of that, we're going to go 16 games here, and we're going to figure out what Kyle Krabs thinks that record is going to be in 2019. (laughs)
1: I know Adam Rank had him go 10 and 6, and I think Rank had the Bengals go 0 and 11 to start, uh, and they were 1 in 13 and then won their last two games. Rank had the Dolphins, I think, going 2 and 14 or 3 and 13 as well. So I think Rank expects half the league to finish below 5 and 11 this well, year. Well, there's a math problem with that idea. Yeah, I know. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> and I'm but. not even a
0: math guy, you know? All right, you ready for this? Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's go at home to start the season against Tennessee. Win one and zero at the Jets on Monday Night Football week two. Win two and zero hosting Los Angeles uh, Sunday Night
1: Football week three.
0: The Ra- uh, the Rams, the, the, the Rams, the
1: Rams. Yeah. yeah, the half. The fact that it's prime time helps the Rams with the time change a little bit. I'll go Rams in that game. All
0: right, so two and one. Uh, next is at Baltimore, Sunday afternoon.
1: Mm. Give me a loss on the road. All right, two and
0: two. The first quarter of the season. Uh, next up is Monday night football at San Francisco. Win. Three and two. Then they host Seattle, one o'clock on a Sunday. One o'clock. Win. Three and three heading into the bye week. No. What? Four I and just two. Just gave him two wins. One, two, three, four, five. What what is it then? It's three and two. two. and two. They were two and two, and I just gave two wins. Yeah, you know I'm not a math guy, so they're four and two. Right? Yeah, they're four and two, right? <laughs> yes. All right, yes. you yeah. All right. Sorry. I'm not, you know, not great. So four and two going into the bye week. Out of the bye week, they go to New England oh road game yeah off the buy you could buy a ticket for 306 dollars right now
1: no thanks hard pass but i'll <laughs> i'll probably go patriots in that game just because it's it's a road game all right four and three four and three yes that's correct
0: next game is at denver sunday win five and three they have a big one coming up here week 10 they host the buffalo bills win six and three right Yes. All right. Then Thursday, November fourteenth, hosting the Steelers. Short week. Yeah, but they're at home. Win. So what does that make? Seven and three. Seven and three. Then they host the super powerful Miami Dolphins. Win. Seven and and
1: three.
0: Yeah, eight and three. Yep. At Pittsburgh. That's a loss. Eight and four. Right. Yes. Hosting Cincinnati. Win. Nine and four. Right. Yes, at Arizona. Win ten and four, hosting Baltimore.
1: And I had them lose to Baltimore earlier, didn't I? Yeah, at Baltimore. on the road. Yep. <sighs> Guess a win, eleven and four. They close the season at Cincinnati. I mean, it, it, they'll be twelve and four if they have something to play for.
0: Right. So you have this. T- so based on this, like your your low point is ten wins, right? You would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then they you between ten and twelve wins is your expectation for the Cleveland Browns twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, they're they are helped by having um, their tough stretches. They've got the bye the. Um, the Seahawks game and the Patriots game, they have the bye sandwiched in between those two games. Those are tough two games. Yep. Um, playing the AFC East is, is favorable. Yeah. Just because that, that's one thing I did for uh, Finnett to win it this week. I know I mentioned this earlier as so I talked about the state of the division. And, you know, there's a lot of new players, like New York, right? The fact that you have a lot of new players in New York, new head coach, the Browns at least have continuity, even though they made a coaching change. Um, Jets may take a little while to get things up to speed. Uh, They catch the Bills what right at the beginning of the second half of the season. Um, So
0: yeah, so yeah, right week ten. I mean, so
1: it's it's the Browns' ninth game. Yeah, I would expect the Bills are starting to play better in that juncture. But because of, we're looking at potentially four or five new starting offensive linemen for the Bills. Correct.
0: Yeah, the offense is probably only going to have two or three returning starters overall.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's wild. Defense so will be stacked, I think but
0: yeah, offense. I think really the good.
1: Bills. I think the Bills have the potential to start slow, but this this would be the point of the year where I expect to see the Bills start to turn around. And I also don't think the Dolphins are going to have the punching power to stay with Cleveland. So. The AFC East helps. The NFC West helps because you get the Cardinals and 49ers, who I'm not necessarily buying a ton of ton of stock in. And they get Seahaw- Seahawks at home. So the out-of-division out of, out of division schedule for the Browns is pretty favorable this year. You, you, yeah, if you look at that NFC
0: West stretch, if you could pick to go to two places, you'd pick San Francisco and Arizona. If you could pick two teams to come to your place, you'd pick Seattle and L.A., and that's exactly yes. what they got.
1: Yeah, and then they get the Bengals twice in the last four weeks of the season.
0: Right when things could, you know, things could be dicey. There, they could be playing yeah, when you, when you're Ryan Finley at
1: that point. Right when you're in crunch time, you got to really dial in. Well, wow.
0: Andy Dalton to Tyler Boyd, brother. I'll never forget it. Week seventeen. Put the bills. Best, in the moment, of your,
1: best moment of your uh, sports adult foot that's, fanhood. That's, right? as
0: good, that's as good as it's been for me. The the play that put the bills back get into the, the playoffs at nine and seven to end the, the end the drought after seventeen
1: seasons. Was that a win and in situation for the bills or did they need to win and get help? Yeah, they had to win and uh, Cincinnati had to beat Baltimore, and they did. Yes. Okay, uh, I remember because the bills went in the locker room. And they watched the walk off, right? Yeah. yeah. it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Uh I want to do the same thing. I had mentioned that Adam Rank had the, the Bengals going on eleven to start. Okay. And they were one in fourteen at one juncture in the season. <sighs> are you gonna make me do the Bangles? You are gonna do the Bengals. Oh know. man. You know me and the Bengals, man. Because I'm sorry, this is not a this is not a good team, but I don't think this team goes one in fourteen to start right. or one in thirteen to start the season. Let's find out. And the, the win he gave them was a game that I don't think they'll win. Uh, week week one at Seattle. Loss. Okay, 0-1. Week two, home, 1 o'clock, 49ers. Win. 1-1. All right. <laughs> We're already off to a better well, look, start. I
0: mean, the re- the rationale behind that is is um, Zach Taylor is really coming. familiar with San Francisco.
1: Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, that's going to help a lot. Uh, week three at Buffalo. Big L. Big, big L. Yeah, fifty to nothing. Yeah, week four at Pittsburgh. L. So one and three. The first quarter of the season. Uh, week five, home against Arizona. One o'clock. Win. Two and four or two and three. Week six at Baltimore. Loss. Week seven, home against the Jaguars. Hmm, that's tough. That's like a coin toss game, right?
0: Yeah, but I've not given them the de- benefit of the doubt yet. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. We'll okay. Give them a so lead.
1: now we're three and four. Yep. Uh, week eight at Rams loss three and five going into the bye week on week nine. Okay. They got five home games coming up the second half of the season. Oh, nice. Three and five week 10 home against Baltimore. Wow. Four of their first six is on the road. That sucks.
0: Yes. Um, that's we'll give them a win coming out of the
1: bye yeah win okay so we're four and five Mm -hmm. at oakland raiders loss four and six home against the steelers loss four and seven home against the jets this was the game that rank gave them the first win of the season
0: it's a toss-up. I'm going to give them
1: the loss here, but I'll probably give them the benefit of the doubt somewhere else. Four and eight. Well, you're going to run out of chances to give them the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> At the Browns. Loss. Four and nine. Home against the Patriots. Loss. Four and ten. At Miami. Win. Five and ten. or five. Yeah, five and ten, and then home against the Browns.
0: It's all about Those Browns are eleven and four, like uh, you had them. Um,
1: so you think six and ten, five and eleven?
0: Yeah, they're a five to seven win team in my view.
1: Yeah, yeah I think that's fair, but not like two I, wins. <laughs> I vehemently disagree with your prognostication of Week 16, but oh, of course, yeah. It's a December game in Miami, dude. I know I that get humidity it. is going to tag them.
0: But wait, really, look at the, look at the the Bengals roster. Is it that bad? Like, you don't love their linebackers? But where else? Is, I mean, Andy Dalton's a very middling quarterback. They have good weapons on offense. They have – I mean, if they if they assemble the offensive line correctly, it looks like it could be good to me. Their their defensive line's really good. Their secondary's really good. Like, what's the problem with, the,
1: with this football team? And
0: I, I, I know I bad. fell for I th- it last year, brother. I know it.
1: Yep. But I, I just don't think it's a bad roster. They're bad in the wrong spots. Linebacker? The offensive line – has problematic potential, right? It doesn't
0: have to be the case, and that's what
1: pisses me off about it. Bobby Hart and John Jerry on the right side. It doesn't
0: have to be that. We, you, you, this is what you do. It's Jonah Williams at left tackle. At left guard, you put uh, Clint Bowling. At center, you have Billy Price. At right guard, you have either John Miller or or Christian Westerman, and as your right tackle, you have Cordy Glenn, and that's a perfectly good, at least average, NFL offensive line. I don't disagree, but they're not going to do that. Well, that's then that's ridiculously dumb, and Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan can be one and done for all I care. If you can't assemble that correctly. You've got the they've personnel. Got, if you wind up with three, John Jerry and Bobby Hart as starting offensive linemen, then you deserve to be fired, especially with this depth chart.
1: They've got three good weapons on offense. Green, Boyd, and Mixon. Eifert's washed. I don't care what you say. They brought back C.J. Uzoma as the other tight end and drafted Drew Sample in the second round. So they're not great at tight end. Tight end's not good. Half the offensive line is not good. Doesn't have to be. They're soft. I I know it doesn't have to be, but it's going to be. And listen, I I am all here for Jonah Williams, Cordy Glenn, and Billy Price as a left to right. Imagine not using that. But then put Cordy Glenn at right tackle. That solves that problem, too. It does. But you're still going to have two bad guards. Uh, I guess Clint Bowling's okay. Never mind. John that Miller's
0: back. at least an average starter. And Christian Westerman, I think – I mean, he's – the Christian Westerman has – this is the problem with a guy like Christian Westerman. You've seen this with a lot of different players throughout throughout the NFL. The fact that he could play guard or center keeps him on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like a blessing. It gets you out of roster, but it keeps you out of the starting lineup. If you could play both right.
1: spots. Right. I think and the receivers then, uh, are
0: good. AJ green,
1: Tyler Boyd. And then like Josh Malone's interesting. John Ross. It. He's not good. They're not good. They're interesting. There's a big, But that's difference. fine as your
0: third and fourth receiver. You've got studs and no, green and Boyd.
1: That's not fine for three and four. Who do you like in the slot? Tyler Boyd? Yeah. Put Stanley Morgan Jr. outside on the other side. He's probably better than John Ross. (laughs) And then I think the athleticism on the second level and on the edge of the defense hurts them. I know Carl Lawson's there. Carl Lawson's coming back from injury. We need to see what he looks like this year. But the rest of the defensive ends, like I like Sam Hubbard, Carlos Dunlap, Sam, like
0: the amazing player.
1: Yes, but he's also getting a little older. I and the linebackers are not athletic. Yeah, the linebackers are total crap.
0: I can't believe that they're going to. They're serious about this, just complete, completely ignoring it for years. And maybe that's Nick, because they went like hard on it, didn't they? Go didn't they have like uh, it's like they uh, had like. That?
1: Ray Maluga and like Keith Rivers and these guys. Yeah, Keith Rivers was the one I was trying to think of. I was like, "Who's the guy they took out of USC that like was like a folk hero coming out of college, and then he like broke his jaw, and it like ruined him." That I mean, my what? point is, I think the Bengals have crippling deficiencies in the roster with the way that it's constructed. I don't know. Bad bad quarterback play. At this point, you need more.
0: They have at least I think, an average I think, quarterback I think, in
1: Andy Dalton. I think the skill players around him are elevating Andy Dalton.
0: We'll see. See what happens with Zach Taylor. See if this offensive scheme works. I, I uh, yeah.
1: Ultimately, I do agree with you. I think this is a five to seven win team. Right. But my they're not point that was far they, off,
0: though. Right. Like,
1: I mean, if they if they figure out right tackle, whatever you need there, they're going to need a quarterback, and you need a stud. Linebacker on the second level.
0: Two, maybe. In this economy, and, you need some good
1: linebackers. And some more uh, some more youth at the outside pass rush.
0: Sam Hubbard, Carl Lawson, Carlos Dunlap?
1: Carlos Dunlap is not youth. Jordan Willis? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, Kyle. Secondary. good. Cleveland teams. These Ohio NFL
1: teams, man. Polarizing. Are we forgetting anybody? Cleveland, Cincinnati. That's it, right?
0: <laughs> you know, you gonna put us on the spot like that? We're gonna, we just pissed <laughs> off somebody. We're not, we, we forgot an NFL franchise
1: in Ohio. We're done. Yeah, I know. Might well, as well hang it up. We'll be Skip Bayless. Well, B-U you and hear I. It. It's time to hang it up. Just just called a shot. We're shutting down the pod. Thank you guys for listening to Water Cooler Wednesday. We hope you had a fun time. We'll be back tomorrow with Tear Maker Thursday. And uh, Joe, I have a proposition. Okay. We were approached by our boss, J.C. Cornell. should probably do it, right? Well, I think we need to do it, but here's my proposition. We're starting to pick up the Twitch schedule, right? Yeah. What if tomorrow night, we do Thursday as scheduled, but what if we did another tier maker on Friday of J.C.'s choice and did it live on Twitch tomorrow night, and then we could post it on the pod for Friday?
0: Just confirm the boss man can uh, show up on Thursday night,
1: but you like the idea.
0: Yeah, well we'll have to we'll have to make sure that our tear maker Thursday doesn't extend into two shows again though.
1: Yeah, I know we need to pick a smaller pool. Than yeah, too. yeah. Us expecting to talk about anything less than five topics in a single show is just not going to work. Right. It's just the way it is. <laughs> All right, come back tomorrow, tear maker Thursday tomorrow. If you have any ideas on what you'd like to hear us talk about. You can reach us. Joe is at the Joe Marino. I'm at grinding the tape. Thanks as always for listening to the draft news podcast.
0: Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.